This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, The Undertaker and his pals. It was like the 60s, so we don't have a tagline. <laughs> Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Hotlanta. And I'm Troy. And we watched this this movie film. Yes, thank you, Kylie, for suggesting it. <laughs> thank you, Kylie. And this you say movie film, but it's like not a short, but not really feature length either. It's like a movie novella, whatever the novella version of a movie is. Not a short, but not a long. It's a brisk hour. It's a yeah. schlong. A schlong? A sh- or perhaps a lort. Mm. A long short. Yeah. No, it's an hour long. I was like, sat down last night to watch this, and it said like an hour and six minutes, and I was like, really? An hour and six minutes? Huh. I like it. Very concise. But Yeah. Yeah, apparently that's because some stuff got edited out because it was too graphic because it was like surgical instruction videos they had inserted into the sh- movie. Hell yeah. You gotta work with your budget, dog. Yep. So, Chris, how does this movie start? Yeah, Chris. Guy's a motorcycle circling. No. W- one guy well, on yeah. a motorcycle drives, goes around this loop, picks up another guy in his little pack, and it may- forms a little pack. It goes around the loop again, and a third guy joins them. At this point, I was like, how many more times is this guy going to go around this loop and pick some pick up like more motorcyclists? Like, Why couldn't they just all have arrived at once? No, 16 times. Yeah, no, but it, no, it's just three. I want more motorcyclists. And then they stop at a phone booth. Yeah. For- that was the hot thing to do back in the 60s was stopping at phone booths. It's true. And then open up a fucking like white pages to a random page and then drop your finger on there and then just leave. Yeah. That's how they, it was phone calls back then. Really? That's how they picked their, uh, their victims. Yes. Their victim, I suppose. Yeah. Well, it's not obvious at first because they don't have any victims yet. Chris. That's true. God, Chris, what the fuck dude? And also there is like no dialogue. No, no. Like this movie is an hour long and at least, the first tenth of it does not have any dialogue. Chris is an hour long. Well, lucky Mrs. Chris. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Podcasting, movies and stuff. <laughs> so they uh they head to the address they picked at random. And the only name readable on the uh, mailboxes is Sally Lamb. L-A-M-B. Burnt Stanton. Lamba. 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 Lamb? On my salary? Weird. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, six other guys that'll know what just happened? That's okay. (laughs) I'm going to kill all of you. (laughs) And then myself. (laughs) And I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) That sounds familiar, and I don't know why. Hamba. It's just the mm. essence of lamb. <laughs> it goes great with radishes. 
Oh, I love radishes. With our money problems? <laughs> it's so good. Hey, I mean, it's not John Waters, but it sounds like John Waters. We should do a Discord watch party after this more tamp. Go ahead, Chris. So, uh, they bust in to a, a young lady's apartment. Well, no, no, no. So, they, it's the weirdest fucking break-in. Because, like, so she's sitting there on the couch watching TV. She's, like, in, like, a like a hip-length shirt and her underwear. Her TV watching clothes, you know. Yeah. And then there's a knock on the door at, like, fucking 9 o'clock at night. And she just gets up, goes to the door, and it's chained. But she still opens it, like, without looking through a peephole, asking who it is. Nothing. And she's just sitting there, like, you know, like, in her underwear. And it was the, the guy, 60s crime hadn't been invented yet, apparently. And then, uh, because like she wasn't expecting anyone, but yeah, you know, if someone knocks your door at nine o'clock at night, just open the fucking door and see who it is, I guess. Hell yeah, and, she's uh, wearing a big shirt, she's fine. And then, uh, and so it's a dude in like fucking motorcycle gear, his face all covered up in goggles, and she tries and he tries to like take his hand and reach around the door and undo the chain on the door, which you can't do because that's how chains are designed it's true i've tried it hurts and so she like shut slams his hand in the door a couple times shut slam but all of that's a distraction while the other two guys are climbing up the fire escape outside the building to break in through the window yeah it's a complicated operation yeah chris is like oh and then some guys broke in like yeah come on chris (laughs) you gotta Get it together, pack it in, unpack it, and put it back out on hey. the shelf. You know what I mean, dog? Brevity is the soul of wit. I okay? stopped knowing what I meant a couple minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped knowing what you meant a while ago. Yeah. You knew what you meant? No. <laughs> Sorry. Double meant. Uh, yeah, so... Come on, Chris. Where's your book to save you now? So a couple guys break into her apartment. <laughs> That's... That was good mockery of Chris. I like that. <laughs> that's a poor, that's a poor me at best. Yeah, you gotta slow the boy. A couple guys break into oh, your apartment. So a couple guys uh broke into <laughs> uh her apartment. That's right. A couple of guys break into her apartment. <laughs> Calamari Wednesday. Free bands. Big foreign. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gonna think we just all had strokes. Ah, it's just nonsense gibberish words. It's fine. There's a gas leak in my house. We need to get out immediately. <laughs> now nah, let's roll with it. Let's use it for our art. Oh shit! We'll be fine um, enough to get through this podcast. So the guys who broke into her apartment. And if we Chris, don't, what? we'll leave beautiful corpses. You know what I mean? <laughs> we what certainly will not. No, my corpse no. will be bad. <laughs> But, Especially once I so, evacuate. You evacuate your corpses? Well, no, once my corpse evacuates, He's gonna I always evacuate my corpses. <laughs> uh, you don't so what not happens evacuate next, your corpses. I'm so sorry. I'll stop now. <laughs> Go ahead, Troylington. Troylington? <laughs> That's what I assume that Troy is short for. Yeah. Oh, yes, quite. Well, no, I'm asking Chris. What happens next? Some uh, guys break into her apartment. 
Yeah, give us two words and then Troy will tell us what fucking happened. <laughs> well, the, That's hey. two. Go ahead, Troy. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> I don't know. Does some dude punch her? Well, they they attack her. They also yeah. they have weird dives. No, they attack that. her. Go ahead, Chris. Build from that. Build from that. <laughs> I mean, they stab her in the chest. Yeah, you'd think until scenes later. Or the neck, they stab her in the neck because then, like, she's spurting blood from her. No, I distinctly scream. They stabbed her in the titty, so that was that's what happened. <laughs> but then moments well, later, the stab wounds are much closer to like her waist or something. Yeah, there's also like blood spurting from her cartoid artery as well. Yep. The important thing is she gets stabbed repeatedly. You're the important thing, and it's covered with fucking Aww. tempera paint. Yeah. Well, also, the quality of the video changes at that point. Did anyone else notice that? Yeah, because it's all weird and yellow, and then it's not all of a sudden, and I'm just like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck just happened? <laughs> Our eyes went good. Yeah, like, yeah, before, like, it was really shitty, like, yeah, like, faded kind of video, and then all of a sudden, like, it got, like, saturated all of a sudden. I was like, the fuck? Like, just, they cut between shots, and all of a sudden, like, the quality was better. <laughs> we could see clearly now. Yes, now that the blood is on. There will be more bloodsticles in our way. <laughs> <laughs> and they uh they proceed to Proceed to what, Chris? Proceed to what? Uh, well, I was gonna go with what was happening. Where are we going with where this is happening, Chris? Okay. <laughs> They hack off her legs and wrap them in newspaper. Yes. And run off through the the window back down the fire escape. They're out, dog. Right. Two legs, please. And then we get the title. The Undertaker and His Pals. You gotta wonder if the guys on the motorcycles were the Undertaker and his pals. I mean, I don't know. I mean, who did it? It Who could possibly have, been, have could have it. been the Undertaker and his pals? Yeah, I wasn't thinking it until just right then. But when it mm. said those words, I was Who like, can, "Oh man!" Who can say? There's no clear way to tell. It might be yeah. the Undertaker and his pals, possibly. And then we uh, we cut to a funeral home. Yes, where, where we. F- finally start to get dialogue. Yeah, it turns out they do have microphones. Yep, spoken word. Yeah. Right Honestly, out of I was wondering, like, at this point, like, because, like, someone had been murderedly alert at this point. See? And Troy I was like... have to yell at Troy. Yeah, I was like, Chris, are we... Are they actually going to talk in this movie? Like, or is this just going to be all kind of just acted out with, like, gr- occasional grunts? It was a semi-silent film. Yeah. Yes. No words! And this is when we learn that this is apparently supposed to be a comedy. Oh, yeah, because the fucking funeral home also has trading stamps? Yeah. What's which, a trading stamp? I don't... F- it's stamps you trade, apparently? I don't know. For what? Chris? It's like, base- store, like baseball store, cards? Store credit? I don't... More funerals? But, yeah. Yeah, it's like oh, one no, of them I coffee cards. Like baseball cards. Like, sta- like you like, oh, dude, I got like a rare, like, Johnson's Funeral Home stamp from 1952. Oh, cool. Like, funeral cards. I like it. The kids will be all about it. 
And it's not even like the people who died. It's the funeral homes well, that yeah. are the subjects of the cards. We get a Stein. That is where I literally said, is this a John Waters movie when I saw that? Because I was like, the fuck? <laughs> trading stamps? I'm all about this funeral trading card business. We need to have more funeral home trading cards. I've always said. He has. It's it's been a constant annoyance. It's a problem. I've gone to several <laughs> doctors. I've lost it's a lot only, of friends. It's the only constant constant annoyance from Hotline to a lot. Yeah, that's the only one. That's what it is. <laughs> lost a lot of friends along the way, but it's fine. I'm getting closer and closer to having funeral home trading cards. I'm surprised you haven't just bought a printer and some card stock and created your own. Now he's moved on to to funeral home NFTs. Oh yeah, <laughs> you got to stay relevant, you know. So wait a minute. Yeah. Are you telling me? <laughs> oh, that's this is my fault. I'm sorry Man. already. I can own the picture. Uh no, god damn it. Christian posted something. Oh god damn it. There was someone that had a really good example of NFTs about how you don't actually picture? own the picture. And I can't, I was like, I'm going to use this the next time Hotlanta says something about owning the picture. And I've now completely fucking forgot it. And I am sorry, Christian. Yeah. He tried to help. And I'm sorry to our listeners for me to have absolutely zero payoff on that story. But you're telling me. No, nobody's telling you. Whatever you're about to say, the answer is no. <laughs> that I will. Uh huh. Most definitely own the picture. Absolutely not. No. What about the red ATM at the shady carryout? You should Is definitely that where I buy the picture, or do I should I just put all my money into it instead? You should definitely put all of your money into the sketchy ATM. Okay. I have been cool. and a cat. It will so, want a cat. That's paying rent, you feed, right? You have that'll, to feed it a cat. They'll get that stuff. To the landlord. Hell yeah, that sounds good. That sounds right. That sounds like a thing that Perfect. would happen. My landlord is the red ATM at the sketchy carryout. Heard that. Yep. So, uh, ah! at the funeral home with the movie, not whatever nonsense you're going on about. Trading cards? Sure. We, uh, we see that the deceased. I didn't see shit. Okay. Has got a very poor makeup job. Well, now. So when she got killed, it was late at night. Yeah. So she made on I had no makeup on. You know what I mean? Well, that's true. Maybe, maybe she did walk this, around. Yeah, and... maybe that was her walking around makeup. Why are you judging, Chris? Your walking around makeup is atrocious. I'm just saying, if that is her walking around makeup, then she put it on an egg. Yeah, you got like eyeliner on your teeth, and you're a weird guy. Clearly, it's teeth liner. <laughs> It's, it's all it's you can't just call it teeth liner and it's just, lining my teeth I is it not no it is i'm sorry thank you i misspoke i can't help it that i got my finger on the pulse of high fashion <laughs> the if pulse of can, the maggots bro if you can line your teeth that is teeth liner i mean you can't you can't argue with that yeah we need to get that on a t-shirt oh god why so pe for people to buy, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna fly off the shelves. Teeth liner, and uh, if you can line your teeth with it. Oh yes, liner. NFTs. Picture so buying. Okay, so 
on our Discord server, we have a channel for the Mudei bot or Mudai bot. I don't know how the fuck you pronounce it. Where you, you know, you collect. Remember, you could collect the characters Hotlanta yeah. by rolling. Yes. When you claim one of those, that is like owning an NFT. So I own the picture. Yes, you own the picture. Congratulations! Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. You've you've unraveled it. You've yes, got I it. had to search Discord quickly for that because it was driving me up a fucking wall. <laughs> I broke the puzzle. Mm. Let's so, get an uh, NFT of each piece of a puzzle. Could you then combine them all into one giant NFT? Would I own all the pieces? Oh, some kind of NFT Voltron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that makes as much sense to me as anything else about NFTs. So, Picture ownership. Mm-hmm. So, uh... The mother of the deceased is uh, having an episode. She is wailing and gnashing her teeth. Yes. Her husband looked like Steve Buscemi's dad. (laughs) His head was too small. Zero out of ten. (laughs) I don't know. Does Steve Buscemi have a big head? The rest was right, though. No, that guy's head was just small. (laughs) He was the smallest person I've ever seen in a movie, I think. He was Zippy the Pinhead's dad, is what he you're saying. He was a little guy. Yes. He was a little bitty fella with a tiny head. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're treated to the funeral director. That's the Undertaker fool. Whatever. Well, no, they- he... At no point did his eyes roll up into his head, and he stuck out his tongue. But he had pals. I didn't see him throw Mick Foley off of anything. Yeah. He did not choke slam anyone. He did not tombstone anyone. He didn't grab their arm and then climb up onto the ropes and walk around the ropes. None of this says Undertaker to me. Yeah. What about recovering from a power bomb I saw, from an urn? I saw zero Paul Bearers. Ah. Yeah. Not to be confused with Paul Bearers. Well, there were also no Paul Bearers in this movie. Or also. Paul Bearers. So the supposed Undertaker. <laughs> Alleged. I was calling him Grady from The Shining. I don't remember who Grady he's is. He's a little bald. He's the, uh, the bald guy in the suit that killed everybody. Mr. Torrance. You checked go. Nicholas? No, that's Mr. Torrance. Grady was the butler. Okay. The one that helped him clean up his jacket at the duck and goose soiree. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Little bald guy in a suit. You know what I mean? Grady and stuff. Oh, yeah. I need to watch more Shining. The Shining is, well, just The Shining. None of the other stuff's any good. What other stuff? Like The Shining 2, The Re Shining? (laughs) There's a terrible miniseries. I think they made an awful remake version of the movie. Oh, with uh, with uh, the guy from Wings. Yeah. yeah, so it's already better because the guy from Wings is in it. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. No, he was not in Wings. Jack Nicholson was too in Wings. No, yeah, it was weird though because uh, so Steven Weber was in the the Shining remake. Uh, Crystal Bernard from Wings was in uh, Summer Party Massacre Two. And Another the Steve guy, King uh, the guy who played <laughs> Lowell, is in uh, Tales from the Crypt: Demon Knight. Yeah, Demon Knight was pretty good. 
Yeah, I mean, then we just need like Tony Shalhoub in a horror movie. I don't I'm not aware of any horror movies Tony Shalhoub was in. I don't know. Monk's pretty scary. Uh, but oh, but speaking of Tony Shalhoub, uh, marvelous, marvelous Mrs. Maisel, the fourth season comes out this month. I'm super stoked for that because that's a fantastic show. Isn't that my face hurts? He is. That's killing me. But yeah. I'm here all week, people. Has, has Tim Daly been in any horror movies? You're always here all week. It's true. I'm a horrible shut-in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I literally am because I work from home now. So I I don't want to work from home. My house would stink. Yeah. I just try to imagine, like, would you just, like, fry up a bunch of chicken wings and, like, put them, like, in a catapult and launch them over to your job? No, but just the thought of having to do what <laughs> I do at work at home in that small space is, it makes my stomach upset. Would you use a trebuchet? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Trebuchet, catapult, uh, ballista. A ballista would be fun. I would just yeah. pack it into shells, like <laughs> howitzer, a, like a yeah, chicken howitzer. howitzer. Chicken <laughs> no, like people. shotgun. Oh, okay. Well, you don't want to accelerate. It's, it's got to be like pumpkin chunking because, like, you got to like not accelerate it too quickly, or the chicken wings will just, you know, liquefy. Serve it fire hose style. It's birdshot and chicken wings, just like <laughs> everybody a, loves. Out of a fire hose. Do you want to drink it out of a fire hose, or do you want it shot at you birdshot style? <laughs> Those Dick Cheney was options. just trying to feed his friend. Some birdshot. So anyway. So uh, oh, we, we learned that the Undertaker... Well, Zippy the Pinhead complains about the price, right? Yeah, because the Undertaker got him on the uh, upcharge. Yeah. He's like, I thought this was supposed to be like $148.99. He's like, well, yes. <laughs> but then I did the makeup, and then there's then I had to put plastic legs on her because she ain't got no legs. And, I mean, you don't want us to, like, put her, like, in a, like a half-sized coffin, right? <laughs> what would people think? I think she's some kind of half-sized person. Yeah, he does go into the Undertaker goes into graphic detail about all the various injuries. Her throat was slit. <laughs> she didn't have any yeah. legs. Her brains was eight. I'm screaming it right in your face. <laughs> I'm telling you through her ear right now. And uh, yeah, that that's what passes for comedy is the like the upsell joke. But um, kiss. Mm-hmm. And there was a very long receipt. Yeah. It was green for some a very reason. Long, very green receipt. Well, the trading stamp show up better on a green receipt, so it makes. Oh, uh, okay. Funeral home trading cards. Yeah, like do you get like more stamps the more you spend? It's, it's like the yes. coffee the coffee shop. Every person that you bury, you get a stamp <laughs> on your card, and the tenth <laughs> one's free. After trying to earn them funeral points. It's a very specific subset of people who find that helpful, but... Yeah. Most oh, man, murderers. Imagine, imagine if you could use your credit card points on your, like, funeral. Maybe you can. Tack them onto your life insurance. My credit card points? Yeah. I mean, my life insurance is, I'll be dead, so I don't care. <laughs> it's a lot like my retirement plan. Work till you die. <laughs> yeah, I'll be dead one day. <laughs> and then, then I'll sleep. Me, then no more work. That also is the explanation for my 401k. What are your plans for retirement, they Dying. say? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be dead. 
That's, that's well, you start taking at least with your with your four hundred one k. Start taking mandatory withdrawals at some point. So if you live too long, you'll still have to take money out of it. I just hope that my mind goes way before my body. I want to have a good time for the last couple of years. Fighting, I got peeing on everything. I have good news for you, Hotlanta. What? Yeah, if Sorry. that's what you think your final years are going to be like, I I can tell you that you should really look into some stuff because... Oh, no, you'll be <laughs> yeah. fighting everything and peeing on stuff. I worked in a nursing home for a very long time, and what you do is you fight with everything and pee on stuff. That is most of your day. I'm and just trying to imagine what they're going to do for a coffin for you. Like, are they going to have to, like, fold you up a little bit? I want to be gonna give you, like, an extra long. rocketed into the sun. Like Superman 4 style? Yes. Yeah, come back as Nuclear Man. <laughs> nuclear Hot Lanta. Nuclear. <laughs> How hot is he? He is L- Nuclear Hot. Lanta. <laughs> what? <laughs> this podcast is over. Later, dog. <laughs> I'm leaving. Step, 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 step. Uh, get out of here. I'm leaving. Get out of here. We don't need you. Go so, paint a fucking fence or whatever. Get the fuck out of here. So anyway, Chris is a giant cool. asshole. Yeah, he left. <laughs> uh, where were we? Oh yes. So the uh, two pair of headphones now. Yeah the uh, the lady the the mother like just like finally comes around to find out they owe a lot of money, but she just stuffs the receipt in her purse and they walk away. So I have no idea if they ever actually paid for the funeral. But that apparently is unimportant because now we are at the door to a private investigator who's got post-its on it that say things like, go away, I'm busy, unless it's important, and then I'm still busy, go away, thank you. Classic Chris. Yep. And uh, inside the private investigator's office is the private investigator, like, Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass. I came back. Turns out I live here. Yeah, suck ass. You live here. (laughs) You can't get away, Chris. Yeah, Harvey Glass. Yes. And uh, his secretary, who apparently is trying to marry him, and is like, stop paying attention to work and pay attention to my breasts, please. Yeah. She sat on his lap and gave him a mouth kiss. That was salacious in 1966. Probably. Are we post Hayes Code in 66? I don't remember when the Hayes Code was. Hayes Code was like 50s, I think. Probably. I mean, there's enough like Merdler in this that the Hayes Code probably doesn't apply anyway. Or wasn't applied anyway. Yeah, I think the Hayes Code was the 50s. I don't know. Movie stuff. I don't know what the hell that is. It's the reason that the movies in the like fifties got kind of boring for a while. Nah, it's Chris's fault. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Or Isaac Hayes's fault. Yeah. Isaac Chris. Chris Isaac Hayes. Wicked Games. Yes. Just the one. Just one game. <laughs> a wicked game. Yeah. Not to be confused with Wicked Game. <laughs> Too many W's. Wicked Game? Wicked. Icked. 
Wicked. What are we fucking doing? I don't know anymore. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, he somehow manages not to get engaged to her during this scene. Yeah, no engagement for him. And decide to take her to a diner instead. Well, you call it a diner. Yes, I did. But it's mostly two guys in a room. I like the diners. They had shelf water. <laughs> they had <laughs> yeah. immediately available water just right now. Why don't you guys do that at BW3, Hollanda? We should keep it right under the table. <laughs> yeah. For when the guest comes, it'd be like, it's water, like, here you go. Now, what do you want? Check under your chair. You might have to have water. <laughs> Get like your under the chair water now. You get water, and you get water, and you get water. <laughs> that was easily the most horrifying part of this movie, is the idea that there's just water on a shelf that <laughs> they go. would give you. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> it's let's explain ready. it. A, let's, it's, okay, so they walk into the diner. There's a dude sitting there with like a plate of something green on it. It's people. Something green? Yeah, and uh, they sit down. This guy comes out, reaches under the counter, and pulls out two glasses of water and sets them down in front of him, which is just like, what? It's it's horrifying. <laughs> I, I, if you did that, and I went to a restaurant, and they just pulled water out from a, under the counter and just gave it to me, I would just leave. I wouldn't even <laughs> say anything about it. I would just be like, nope. I like to at least know that my drink was probably poured after I got there. <laughs> I don't want to drink something that was but poured before I got there. Think of all the time you can save. I mean, it is faster. I did say that like 15 times during that one scene, but <laughs> so much faster. But still, I hate to say it, but Chris isn't wrong. Ooh, big words. Me, big word, Brett. Hotlanta. <laughs> no, it's Hotlanta. Okay, calm down. Shut up. <laughs> And so they like so like and the guys like oh and the special day is leg of lamb. Get it? Wait, uh, was it uh, cinematog- cinematic wink? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so they're like, they both order the leg of lamb because they ain't got nothing else anyway. Yeah, when he goads the fucking the Harry. Or whatever Harvey yeah. into it. Oh, and the the hot the hot for detective secretary. Her last name is Poultry. Yeah, like the chicken bird. Yeah. So they get it's the like, the leg of lamb, which is like a fucking looks like a blade steak. It looks like yeah. the shittiest steak I've ever seen in my whole life. And yeah. it does not look like a leg of lamb. I would sure turn that away way. for leg of lamb. I would turn that away for steak. I would turn that away in general. I just, yeah, it was, it was, well, I would have been gone because of the shelf water, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. First I get shelf water, and then you give me a plate with some grungy looking meat on it, and that is all that's on this plate. And what you've told me is leg of lamb. Yeah. And the, and the guy cuts off a piece, but looks at it, and it's like, you could tell it's, it's, it's well done. And you're like, this isn't lamb. Like, because one lamb should be served fucking like rare or it medium is rare. The... Super well done cow if you're lucky. It's, yeah. It, I'm pretty sure that's coyote steak. That is not good to eat. <laughs> I saw coyote steak open for the refreshments. Sweet, sweet coyote <laughs> steak. Or perhaps dolphin meat. 
Yeah, mm. and and detective. I, Nature's greatest treat. It, it, is it ever really stated this dude is a detective, or is this just implied? I think he answers. I think he it's talks on the phone about, and it says he's a detective. Okay, I wasn't sure. I assumed he was a private detective because I don't. He's like know. a consulting detective. I don't know what the what the fuck his deal was. He's a private consulting detective. Yeah. See, I just took what you guys said and put it together. Good job, buddy. <laughs> You're a that's good what, job. That's what Hotland is. He's the glue of this podcast. So they uh, they leave because uh, why the fuck wouldn't you have left ten minutes ago at this point? <laughs> uh, but we do find out that the guy in the back, his name is Doc, and he got kicked out of medical school for being weird. Yeah, which is a good call because the guy's weird as fuck. <laughs> but I love that like, like oh yeah, I heard he got kicked out of med school for being too weird. I only like, go to doctors that were kicked out of med school for being too weird. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and that's why you're six foot seven. Yeah, I've got me this health I've got. And you sure <laughs> do, buddy. I'm in physical condition. <laughs> so uh physical condition intensifies. <laughs> it sure does sometimes. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, ha ha ha. Consulting detective takes, uh, his lady friend home. And she, like, penile intercourse. Does does she try to invite him in for coffee? And he's like, nah, I gotta sleep. Bye. Yeah, for a guy who, like, is giving, like, the movie's giving him all the markers of, like, playboy fucking man about town. He never once (laughs) seals the fucking deal. No, no, he's like, He's kind of like, I, like, not that I was like attractive in high school because mm, I wasn't, uh, but like, even like at, like in high school, like I could have got like I could have like women like throwing themselves at my feet. I would have been like, I don't know why, like I've been just as oblivious as this dude is. So he uh, he drops her off and then leaves. Chris was painfully attractive in high school. Mm. I can't shut. This I don't off. know what the hell's going on now, but I get an erection just hearing those words. So yeah, I can imagine. It's understandable. When you read, yep. you learn how to deal with it. It's fine. <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> I can't shut it off, guys. I've tried. He's I, was, I thought blow. about cutting myself in the face, but I worried it would just make me more rugged. He's quite the boner <laughs> machine, this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because scars make a man sexy. So, uh, the consulting detective leaves. Q motorcycle gang. Mm-hmm. And the thing about this movie is if you look away for like 30 seconds, you, you miss somehow missed three scenes in this movie. movie. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not 100% sure what the fuck happened right here. It all happened so fast. Because I Some, think I sneezed. Yeah, like <laughs> they chase her like out of the house and somehow she ends up impaled on the fence along her driveway. I yeah, remember that. I don't know how that happened. Because, I got like scared I said, by Chris's sneeze and I also missed half the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just had my phone in my hand. I was probably playing Marvel Puzzle Quest while watching this. So, no, yeah. you were sitting there and got the chills because Chris sneezed <laughs> and you missed five minutes of whatever you were doing. Yeah, yeah he had yeah. the shine and it told him I was going to sneeze. <laughs> yeah, I had... I had a premonition. <laughs> 17 hours later, he's going to sneeze. He had one of them headaches <laughs> with pictures. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she's dead now. Yeah. And uh, 
they take parts of her. Only the parts. Yeah. And uh, the next day... Oh, there's also like a cop that called the consulting detective at some point, and yeah, he's, a police cop. He's a real uh, one. Yeah, yeah, a, a sergeant exposition. And he calls uh, Commander Poopy Pants. No, he calls the consulting detective. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "What uh, man? Get off my case, dog!" He asks him not to take the law into his own hands because he's a real yeah. loose cannon. Yeah, I think I'll he does. Okay. Yeah, he's like, all right, whatever. I'll, I won't. Yeah. yeah. And the Undertaker just shows up and he's like, hey, what's going on? I heard you got a corpse. Yep. I'll give you a good deal on a funeral. One forty-eight ninety-nine. He just signed this contract. Nowhere. Yeah. And the P and the consulting detective is like, oh, allow me to read this contract before <laughs> I sign it. Yeah. And he's like, wait. There's no prices listed in this contract at all. You could just charge me whatever you wanted to. And the Undertaker's like, well, I mean. What had happened up- was. There's there's upgrades you might want. Like, you don't want her, like, being stuffed into a packing crate and thrown <laughs> off a cliff. I said a cargo crate, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but the consulting detective, he's, he's no rube. He's not going to ha- take any of this shit. No, he's going to get his $144 funeral and he's fucking out of here. Yeah, he like just writes in the price on the contract and then signs Give him a trading card. Yeah, he my trading stamps. Yeah, and the Undertaker looks totally shocked that anybody bothered to read the document before they signed it. Not yeah. excited. Although he's in for a bigger shock. Uh, yeah. When he is product. walking down the driveway... And steps onto a random skateboard and has a wacky skateboard scene for 11 minutes. Yeah, it is a third of the runtime of the fucking movie somehow. Yeah. Because at no point does he just step off the skateboard. He just stands on the skateboard with one foot balanced, just letting it take him wherever it is going. And that's not a funny injury. That's fucking, that's got to be really hard to do. Yeah, he's a really good skateboarder. Apparently, better than I am. Yeah, and he falls off, and a kid runs up and is by him, fucking, <laughs> and like Nelson's him. He like, didn't even. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even like. I thought he stole. No, that his. was the the music. It played the goddamn sad trombone at him. Oh yeah, <laughs> womp, womp, is that we called him a whatever swear word he said, and they had to bleep it out with a bicycle <laughs> no, horn. No, that was later when they inexplicably oh, bleeped out a word with the goddamn bicycle horn. He pop. Oh yeah, and the kid's just like, ha ha, you got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, and then it fucking sad trombones him because this movie doesn't <laughs> it doesn't exist in the same reality. It's both through some sort of fucking wormhole from a different no, dimension. It's the this fucking movie 60s inspired dog. John Waters is my is my guess. That's my head cannon. Movie was wild. And then uh, who the fuck knows what happens next? Um, he I the new uh, okay. So the next day at the consulting detectives, a lady named Thursday Friday. No. Friday, Friday should have first, dog. Yeah, it was Friday first. FR was it Friday first? Yeah, yeah, because that's how time works. Chris ain't and, right, uh, but I am. Friday should have first. So Friday shows up first and is like, 
I'm a secretary. I heard you need a secretary. I'm going to lie on your desk. Let's make kissy faces at each other. And then let's go to this diner. Yeah. Where they're serving chicken breast. Breast of chicken. Yes, breast of chicken. However, a delivery guy comes in with a bunch of vegetables into the back. Yeah. Where what Doc is reading his surgery Grey's anatomy book or something. I don't know what the fuck yeah. he's up to. Surgery manual. And he cuts yeah. himself with a scalpel because your scalpel has to be sharp. He's he stares at the camera when he says it. I don't know why. <laughs> it's He's so weird. His scalpel is so sharp it cuts through the fourth wall. I guess so. And then the vegetable man shows up. And he's, and like, he's like, hey, how come you ain't never get no meat? Like, yeah. Oh, we have a different supplier. He's like, well, how much did your supplier charge? We might be able to get you a better deal. And he's just like we poking around. meat. The fucking because you're know, like okay so Hotlanta when you get deliveries at the kitchen never never not even once has somebody like just fucking started nosing around our shit. <laughs> I was that turned my stomach. Throw him out the dock. Be like, what are you doing, dude? Get that fuck <laughs> out of here. Give me my stuff and leave. Yep. Let me sign the fucking. Why have bill you asked lady me anything? Give me the damn invoice. <laughs> Go away. Do you have the chicken wings? I need the goddamn chicken wings. Do you have wings. someone else to go upset? Give me my things. He's like, why do you never order any vegetables? You only order chicken wings. Because people don't want chicken vegetables. <laughs> and uh, as this guy's looking in like ovens and everything, like I don't yeah. right. understand. If the truck driver ever came through and just like started looking in the empty fryer baskets, be like, are you? <laughs> Are you drunk? What are you doing? Get out of here. How come you never order the meat from the dry goods people? Get off my line, you psychopath. I know all we have is napkins. Somebody call Marcus. We gotta get this guy the fuck out of here. Somebody get the GM. I don't get paid enough for this. That's Marcus. Marcus yeah, is I know. the GM. I know that. The name drop my well, boss on the show. He'll be... He'll never know. He'll never know. He will never know. Until we tell him. Hi, Marcus. Hi, Marcus. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out which one you work at, and I'm gonna call it and tell, hey, Marcus, go to this website, listen to this thing, get a voice changer. And if Hello, you can, Marcus. If you can make it, you don't know me, but I have information you need to know. And if you can make it through 40 minutes of nonsense, you can hear your name. <laughs> I will get called into the office so fast. <laughs> And be asked, he'll just start asking me what my problem is over and over and over. Do you know a guy with a voice changer? <laughs> <laughs> and he kept calling me Sydney for some reason. It was really um, weird. <laughs> you see. I don't like horror movies. And I told him as such. He really doesn't. Yeah. He does not like I don't even movies. like Steve Gutenberg movies. Action movies? Yeah, he'll talk to you about action movies all yeah. day, but not a horror that movie was, guy. That was a VMA bit when they like. What's your favorite Steve Gutenberg movie? <laughs> um, yeah, and so short circuit. Uh, yeah. I had to think about um, it. Police Academy is pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, Three Men and a Baby, not too shabby. That one had Tom Salick and Ted Danson. Ted Danson, little dancing man, little dancing man, Terry Green Machine. <laughs> <laughs> you know. uh, and then uh, 
But somehow Doc kills, for some reason, Doc kills the kid. Well, he finds the corpse in the the walk-in. Oh, that's right. He's like, oh, what you got in the meat freezer? Oh, it's a dead, dead body legs. Yeah. And then he puts him into totally non-conspicuous giant vat labeled acid, I think. <laughs> well, and the All restaurants is, so- have those. We all know that. And so the server guy, you know, the one with the counter water, um, shelf water, like, it, like looks looks through the little hole and is like, hey, uh, oh, would you like white meat or dark meat? Because the guy delivering the groceries was black. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, just to add a little racism in there, it's always good. Well, yeah, and the, the guy he's talking to is like, it's a chicken breast. It's white meat. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, breast yeah. of chicken. There's not a situation yeah. where there's a dark meat chicken breast. That's not how chicken works. Nope. That's true. And, uh, they, so they, they end up piecing out, though, don't they? So that happens, and then the lady shows up. The lady. Which lady? Friday. Yeah, Chris. Friday Which shows up. fucking lady? After all that okay. happens. That's when Friday shows up. Uh, okay. And then Friday... Thursday was the other one. ...wants a hamburger, but they don't have hamburger. They just have the special. Yeah. And she's got a pain. A hunger pain. Piss on hospitality, won't allow it, etc. Peng. Gotta tighten your belt one notch. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> tightening your belt makes you less hungry? You can't piss on hospitality, Troy. I won't allow it. I have no idea what you're yeah. referencing. Troll 2. <laughs> I don't think uh, you're here for that, but that is... I still need to watch Troll 2. Hunger pangs, oh etc. and so you forth. You sure do. And uh, as soon as Doc hears that she's in pain, it's time to fucking eat through her. Yeah, oh yeah, they just like fucking chloroform her ass. Yeah, and drag her off into the back so they can uh, have some stock footage of surgery happen. That wasn't yeah. chloroform, it was anesthetic is what they kept saying. Yes. And turns out that Doc's exploratory procedure kills her. Yeah, yeah, because he's like, yeah, just digging all around in her, like, oh, I don't know about that. Check out and, these gutty works. Yeah, and Spike is like, um, okay, this is all well and good, I guess. Spike's the nurse. Yes. <laughs> Mop my brow. Suture. Scalpel. Handgun. That, Stapler. That one pointy Nipple. thing, you know, the one. Nipple clamps. Yeah. It's too late. You ruined it. I can't think of anything. I just drew. I know. I could see. Three iron. I was really trying to think of something good to say, but I got. I got nothing. I mean, after nipple clamps, what can you say? Mandolin slicer. Perhaps a mandolin slicer. There you go. I like my mandolins unsliced. They play better that way. Nah, they're faster if you (laughs) slice them though. (laughs) All my mandolin metal is on sliced mandolins. Yep. You have to slice your mandolins to play good metal. Everybody knows that. I don't even know why we're having to say it. Chris doesn't even know it, but he knows it. You know what I mean? You don't know, but you know. Yeah. You don't know you know, but you know. But you know. I've played a mandolin once. You're a mandolin. I've used a mandolin slicer a number of times because I own one. They're nice. It's super great for making evenly sliced carrots, that's you for sure. You can certain. chop them in effort real fast, too. 
Yep. There's gotta be a better like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I can make julienne fries. Yeah, Chris. Oh, I, okay. I don't know why I'm getting called out on the julienne fries. But. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> so anyway, they they turn Friday into ground meat because she needed a hamburger. So now she's hamburger. Yeah. Ironic. Uh, the Undertaker shows up and he's mad because under Snaker they're not supposed to use the whole body because then he can't charge Marco. Yep, you need a body to have a funeral. Yeah, and it's the whole scam is that they serve the bits and then he buries the rest and everybody wins? Question mark. Even though it seems like they don't sell anything at this fucking diner, honestly, except for I shelf mean- water. <laughs> I want some damn shelf water all of a sudden. One shelf water uh, and whatever nonsense you're trying to tell me is lame. Man, if you guys ever visit my house, I'm just going to serve you pre-poured water. <laughs> I will turn around and leave. <laughs> I just drove like, seven and a half hours to get here and you give me fucking <laughs> shelf water? Seriously? I said I want shelf water. It's home-brewed shelf water, though. Well, yep. yeah. So there's that. You gotta let it get hot on your own shelf. <laughs> it's Troy's artisanal <laughs> fucking shelf water. Complete with warmth and dust. <laughs> you could really taste the dust. <laughs> this water's been sitting here for 19 months. It's yeah. good that way. Unless the chlorine off gas. It's a delicacy. You see how it's got <laughs> bubbles and film? That's how you know it's good. You got bubbles and squeak. Is your film bubbly? You're ready to drink it. <laughs> you gotta let the shelf water breathe. That's the trick. <laughs> no, you have to not let it breathe ever. That's the real trick. <laughs> it choked your shelf water immediately. <laughs> you really want to strangulate it. Strangulate it. Strangulate it. Shut up and use your lighter so I can have your lighter, you fuck. <laughs> Give me that. This and is why so, yeah, we can't so, watch an hour-long movie. You're an hour-long yeah. movie. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, she's ground. Undertaker's mad. She never comes back yet. Yeah, she never comes back from lunch. They are like now serving Faker. Hamber slash Gur. Yeah, dash Gur. Dash Gur. That's how you know it's real food to have. Uh... Friday's sister Thursday shows up at consulting detectives firm. Or did Thursday's sister Friday show up on Thursday because of her sister Friday? Maybe. (laughs) Thursday. (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's the same actress, too. Yeah. What? I know. It's hard to believe. They're twins, don't you know? Movie magic. And, uh. So she goes and she has sex with the guy's desk, too. If I remember correctly. A lot of desk sex in this movie. Yeah. Implied. Implied desk sex, yes. And I don't know what kind of crazy fucking setup they have where the whole town is juiced in on when this dude needs a goddamn secretary, but... They're lined yeah. up out the door. Well, because he is the pop, apparently the most eligible bachelor in town, so as soon as a secretary is gone, another lady pops in hoping that she's going to be the secretary that he marries... And it's fucked up because, like, they can't even die fast enough and they just keep lining right up to do the job. 
It's like a secretary Congo line. And Thursday seems kind of aware that Friday is dead. Well, because they're twins, they have a connection. Yeah. Like my sister, she's probably not dead, wink, wink. She's a real kook. Yeah, a kook, but not dead, probably. Ha, 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 ha. Probably. Probably. Not murdidly erdlered. Unlike right. Chris, it would have fucking botched it. I would have. Yep. yep. Intentionally. Fucker. Is it a botch if I do it on purpose? Yep, you are a botch. Isn't that a work? Nope, you're, you're a work. You're a natural one, Chris. Yeah. So, uh... What are you gonna do about it? Thursday... Nothing. Thursday heads home with the consulting detective because she was supposed to stay at a friend's house who was out of town, so naturally she goes with him. Right, she just met the guy eight and a half seconds ago, so... But apparently he's super fine, so... Yeah. The, uh... Undertaker and his pals head to the local sauna. Yes. Where they meet up with the lady in the sauna. And they go in there like in full motorcycle gear. So like they're like in leather jackets, fucking face masks, eye uh, goggles and helmets and gloves in the sauna. Like I would have fucking died shooting that scene. Yeah. And uh, she's just chilling with her eyes closed. She thinks it's her buddies who have come in. She starts telling a story about how she's been divorced repeatedly, but this time she's going to quit and then, I guess, get married again? I don't 100% understand what she's trying to convey. Yeah. Basically that she's going to find a guy to take care of her, but this time it's going to stick. Yeah. And, uh... Doc, I believe, grabs the ceiling chain in the sauna because shut up. Okay. <laughs> he beats up a statue. And <laughs> Did you see the way the statue was looking at him? Yeah. The well, statue was looking at him all wrong. Well, and both uh, Hotlanta and myself, as we were watching, shouted out in unison, Oh, God, not the statue. It's true. <laughs> It's true. It was real weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he beats the shit out of that statue. I was worried about the statue the whole time. And then he uh, chains her in the face repeatedly. That was fucking brutal. Yeah. And uh, surgery chain. They cut bits off of her and slowly and methodically climb back out a window as the other people in the sauna catch them, and they shoot a totally real gun. Yeah. <laughs> at them. How real was it? It was super real. You could tell by the way it didn't look like a I gun. I got at shot all. a little bit. That's how real no, it was. The best part was because, like, the lady shooting it, like, would shake the gun like it was, like, recoil or something. And then, like, seconds later, there would be, like, a gunshot sound and someone would fall over or something Nothing would was happen. lined up right. Yeah. And she manages to shoot the license plate off of one of the motorcycles. Yeah. And then, because time doesn't mean anything, somehow the, the sergeant exposition knows already and calls <laughs> the consulting so detective that yeah. it's the Undertaker's motorcycle... Yes. And then 
The Undertaker and his pals head back to the diner. Whoa, whoa. do you think that's why they called it Undertaker and his pals? No. Oh. No. I think I think that's just a weird coincidence. No, I feel stupid. No. I, yeah, you should. It's a stupid. Yep. You should really you should really feel like a fool right now. Stupid. <laughs> it's good. I'm glad. You deserve it. Shut up. I'll cut you deep. So they're back at the uh diner. Uh the the Undertaker says that he lost his license plate. Doesn't sound like the they Undertaker. turn on the Undertaker, Doc and Spike, mm-hmm. but somehow the Undertaker manages to twist it around because Spike is a bad nurse. Obviously, or some shit. And then they shove Spike into the acid, but they're gonna do it they- fast. So don't so hurt. Suffer. Yeah. Until he starts whining about it, and then they're going to do it slow. So that it yeah. does hurt. Yeah. So they slowly lower him into a vat of acid. Yeah. Audible quotes. Yeah. And then they're and both going to go lay low for a little bit. But what do they pull out of the acid, Chris? Well, not yet. It's oh, okay. amazing, but it's not yet. Okay, gotcha. You did what I usually do. Uh, Sergeant Exposition calls consulting detective and says that it's the Undertaker guy. And he's like, oh, I know that fucker. Yeah, he tried to upcharge me. So he calls... He's a fucker. Charlie the Stoolie at the billiard hall who has the inside track... On every fucking thing that you could ever possibly need to know, I think, about anyone. Yeah. And he knows that the Undertaker and his titular pals are the guys that own the diner. The Greasy Spoon. The Greasy Spoon. Mm-hmm. So he heads to the Greasy Spoon. One part Gree, one part C. All Spoon. And he, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is this, this is either a brilliant episode or the worst episode we've ever done. I can't tell if I'm really, really dumb or really, really smart. like that. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so so fucking consulting detective is on the scene at the greasy spoon with Thursday or without Thursday. Without because he finds the acid vat and pulls that's out right. the skeleton. Yes, there's ske- yes. All that's left of Spike the uh, the counter the, the shelf water server is his skeleton. Yeah, it's it's that acid what don't dissolve bone. Or connective tissue, apparently, because how else do the bones stay together? Or rope. Or rope, correct. (laughs) It's a very specific acid. I mean, don't you have acid-proof rope at home, Chris? If you don't, you're underprepared. Yeah, that seems like a real blind spot I hadn't considered until right now. (laughs) All the rope I have is made entirely out of acid. Where does that (laughs) leave me? I wouldn't touch the rope, probably. Well, not again. <laughs> uh, I feel like there's a D&D spell called Acid Lash, but I'm not certain. It's fine. It ate, like, two of my fingers. I don't care. They're just the little baby ones on the end. It's fine. Yeah, they'll... Yeah. They, you don't need those to walk. They're bad. Yeah. It's bad. Those are sucker fingers, anyway. Who needs them? I need to go to a yeah. doctor. Which, yeah, yes. I mean, for a lot, but... Mostly the we fingers. Will- 
We've already discussed how your doctor is terrible, and that is why you have physical condition. I ain't trying to get hollered at by no medicine wizards. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, after he finds the skeleton, Thursday shows up so they could make out. He forgets immediately about his vengeance quest. Well, I mean... Bro, there was smooching afoot. Of course you got a smooch. He hasn't kissed anyone, like, in a good couple of months, apparently, so... And then they go... Driving? Well, first they dri- he drives to tell the guy, Sergeant Exposition, about the, the thing. And then he goes home while being tailed by the Undertaker and his pal at this point. Yes. And then they tail him. They go out to the beach. Uh, this not like some kind of wreck of some kind. They go out to the beach. The consulting detective runs out of gas, immediately jumps into a car that's driving by with zero <laughs> explanation. As to what the fuck is even happening right there. That was the best. Yeah. The, he says, we're out of gas. Gets out of his car. Immediately another car is there. He just jumps in the goddamn passenger seat. He, like, sticks his head in the driver's side, jumps in the passenger seat, and just leaves. See you later, the whole ass movie. I'm out. <laughs> Motorcycle guys show up and uh, are chasing Thursday around with knives on their motorcycles in the most inefficient way to stab a person you could probably think of. It's true. (laughs) It's true. A truck hits one of the motorcycle guys, Doc, killing him immediately. Instantly, just splat. Uh, Other one runs off. The Undertaker runs off. But The camera work on that was so nauseating because it was like, kind of first person from Doc's point of view. And so like a lot of like swing around a camera while pointing it at the grill of a truck and then pointing it at a motorcycle and then pointing it back at a truck, but while swinging around the whole time, it was like, I was like, this feels very like doctor who. If you want to replicate the shot, take your cell phone, hit record on video, throw it into the air, spinning it as hard as you can. <laughs> yep. And then watch the footage. That's yep. what it looks like. Yep. Uh, it was so badly. I mean, I, I, I know they're trying to convey, oh, he got hit by a truck, but Jesus Christ, it was a terrible shot. Chris is a terrible shot. Uh, somehow Thursday ends up back at Consulting Detective's office. Love nest. Well, that's because she's a sure shot. He consoles her. Undertaker is making a paint can bomb at this point. Like you do? Yeah, obviously. We've all been there. Am now, I right? Now, is he using the paint as an explosive, or is he just putting the explosive into an empty paint can? Both. Unclear. Why not both? Sure. Well, it, I'm not aware of any way to turn paint into an explosive. Dynamite. All right. I well, mean, he's got you there, I guess. <laughs> that doesn't make the paint an explosive. That's just putting an explosive in paint. 
The important thing is he blows... Six one, half a dozen the other. He blows something up with it. I don't even know what the fuck he blew up with it, but yeah. there were gears involved with whatever he blew up. Dynamite gears. Yeah. And this somehow causes Thursday to leave the office where they have the most baffling chase I've ever seen. Yeah. At this it point, is... I was like six beers in. I have no idea what's going on. So the chase sequence is amazing and the most awful thing that's ever happened at the same time. That's true. It is shots. It is it is approximately three different shots. Okay. You have like a shot of Undertaker and Thursday going upstairs with Thursday sped up. Undertaker going normal speed. (laughs) Three different shots from different angles of different stairs. They play them, no shit, probably four or five different times in a row in different sequences. Every seventh shot, the Undertaker is catching up with her somehow. They are all the same shots. This lasts probably two fucking minutes. (laughs) It's like something out of the old Batman show. It is fucking wild that anybody <laughs> signed off on it. I would have. Because it's like fill time. clearly the same shots. Like there's a shot where she's going up the stairs towards sunlight and then it's like a different shot where it's all in shadow and then it's back to the same shot and then this shot again and then back to the sunlight one. It's crazy. <laughs> and they finally make their way to the roof um, Which is not on fire, just in case you were wondering. Yeah, thankfully. They would have needed water in case that motherfucker was burned. And uh, the Undertaker goes after Thursday and just straight up runs off the side of the building. <laughs> like do his a- legs keep going as he <laughs> after he runs off the building? His legs do go all the way up. He makes the goofy yell. Yeah. But he didn't really fall off the side of the building. Turns out he caught himself. I don't remember any of this. He caught his peen in a windowsill. I think my my brain just like said, I cannot handle this anymore and just shut off. So Thursday is now met up with Sergeant Exposition in the consulting detective's office where she says, dude ran off, Undertaker ran off the side of the building. Sergeant Exposition is like, well, fucking case closed on that, I guess. I win. Meanwhile, the Undertaker has snuck in there somehow and is hiding behind a curtain in his office that leads to a closet, I guess? Lair. Yeah. He's got a knife. Sergeant Exposition walks by the curtain is making some grand speech about the nature of man's inhumanity to man. Seriously, I'm not just saying that. (laughs) That happens. You got a man to man. He gets stabbed in the eye, right? Yeah, he stabs the Undertaker with a letter opener square in the fucking forehead. He didn't even know he did it. He didn't even try to stab him. He was stabbing the curtain for emphasis during his monologue about man's inhumanity to man because this movie has lost its goddamn mind at this point. (laughs) At this point. 
Oh yeah, it gets it. Yeah, it was no off the rails, but now it's done fucking flipped over three different times, righted itself back on the rails, knocked itself back off the rails, and, and now the rails are on top. Yeah. And then the Undertaker's Wait, and dead. And the rails are on fire. And they do need water. And to then, burn. probably the weirdest part of this movie. No. It's not weird. The weirdest. Well, it's, it's not weird, the, but it's weirdest, not the weirdest. But it's fucking weird. Everybody who died now pops up from whatever the last point you saw him was. They ain't dead. And is all like, hey, we're not really dead. This is just a movie in case you thought it was a fucking snuff film, <laughs> I guess. you think this is real? We're not dead. <laughs> so, like, the the first girl from the very, very beginning pops out of her coffin and she's all waving. And then, like, the girl in the packing crate pops out of the packing crate in a mink coat. To prove she isn't dead. Because this movie wants me to feel like I had some kind of medical episode by the time it's over. <laughs> medical episode. And everybody's winking, literally winking at the camera. It's yeah. Everybody, even Acid Guy, but he gets pulled back into the acid, Spike does, by the, the secret second guy in the acid. The hand from beyond. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, he's not dead either. It's madness. Even the entire last punishment. ten minutes that was of this punishment is punishment for serving shelf water, Chris. Ugh. Was he gets to re die? He deserved it for the shelf water shit. Deserved, earned. <clears throat> and yeah, as much as it seems like we're all suffering from carbon monoxide poisoning, <laughs> that's what happened in this movie. Yep. So hot, Lana. Ah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Try to convey any sort of feelings about this. Bro, I love this movie. <laughs> this movie was so great. If it's not the first horror comedy, it's like the second or third horror comedy ever. And it was just so great. The The comedy was so goofy. It was so graphic. I would love to watch the hour and a half long version of this with a bunch of stock surgery footage. I would have been twice as entertained because we could have spent half the podcast just talking about the surgery. But, no, it was great. Everybody in the movie was the best kind of awful. Uh, it had the sickest jazz that we've ever had in this whole podcast. That's true. It did. It did have some pretty sick <laughs> the jazz. The fucking jazz in this movie was amazing. And, no, everybody was great in this movie. And I have no complaints. I want to watch more 60s horror comedies. So, Kylie, if you have more of these, please to please descend. So, lit all the way up. Would recommend, if you like horror comedies, this is one of the roots of horror comedy. Ah! Oh, you done? What? Is that it? What do you want from me? I'm gonna go now. I'll bury you in two different creeks. We want you to throw it to Chris. Yeah. I know this is the first time you've done one of these, but... I threw something at Chris. You did. Give me them back. Um, this I need those to live. So this movie starts out pretty slow, but just descends into just weirdness. It It's funny, but not because they tried to make it funny. It's funny because it's just bizarre. It's beautiful. 
the decisions they made, the dialogue is stilted in such a way that it it's just weird. It's like the shelf water. There's just decisions that are made that it's just like, what the fuck is even happening? Why is this happening? I will never drink water that I heard be poured again. I will only drink water that's been hanging out for like at least a couple hours. I mean... On a dark shelf. It's only an hour long. And like the third act, if you want to call it that, of this is worth the price of admission just because it's so weird. They pack so much into that hour. Also, it's streaming free on a bunch of places, so, you know, the price of mission is very low. Yeah, we watched it on YouTube. I watched it on Raygun, because apparently that is a channel on my Roku. But I mean... Which has, apparently, the tagline for it is, movies so bad they're good, so I have to explore Raygun a little bit more. Well, I know what I'm adding to my Roku when I get done with this. I'll have to find (laughs) out what that is, so I can have it. It's a, it is a fucking mess, but it's something to see. I mean, I, I say you should watch it, but it's not good. It is, it is just that right level of like earnest incompetence that makes a good, bad movie. It's not like... You can't make a good, bad movie. You have to be trying to make a good movie that's just bad. I'm not sure even they were trying to make a good movie, but for some reason it still turned out this way. Yeah, it's it's something to watch. I mean, it's super short. You're either going to like it or you're not. But watch the whole thing, because honestly, the last chunk of it is is just... Amazing, just the madness that ensues. But I say, yeah, give it a go. I mean, you could do a lot worse with an hour. Lord knows you probably have. You've listened to this podcast. Yeah, I mean, that's a poor use of your time, I suppose. Listen to the podcast. Oh, I never would listen to this. Longer than the movie now. Yeah, probably is. This podcast scares the hell out of me. So, Troy, thoughts? Um, I mean, you guys covered most of them. It's, I, yeah, this is like a Birdemic level movie. Um, I probably would say you could just throw it on with some friends and you all can like shoot the shit and every now and then just be like, wait, what the fuck just happened? And then your one friend will be like, ha ha, it says breast of chicken on the sign and her name was poultry, you know, uh, that sounds like my friend, Chris. We all have that. <laughs> yeah, we all have that friend. His name is Chris. And uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think this is at least one of those movies that's so bad it's good. So give it a shot. Watch the whole thing because the opening is a little baffling, but it just gets weirder and better as it goes on. So what are we watching Next week, Chris, you know, super superb owl weekend. I won't be here because of the super bowl for two different reasons. One, I work at a sports bar, so we'll be getting our shit mixed for the Super Bowl. But two, for the two fans that listen to Slaughterhouse Princess and also watch football, I live in Ohio and I'm a Bengals fan, and the Bengals are going to the fucking Super Bowl. 
you can't you can't the, say you can't say that. What? The the super thing that we're you're gonna get us sued. Nobody hmm. nobody that could afford to sue is listening to this right now. <laughs> okay, that's probably fair. So we're fine. Also, it's the year of the tiger, so right. You it's know. just it's a thrill of the fight. Chris, is it not wild that the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl? It is wild. It is. And this is how I felt when the Cubs won the fucking World Series. Yep. Chris's suck-ass team ain't going to the Super Bowl. But the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Uh, They couldn't make it because their hands were so heavy with the rings. Your quarterback was a billion years old. He retired into his tomb. Who's your your suck-ass team, Chris? The Steelers. Yeah. My suck-ass team is the Vikings. Yeah, it's America. We all have a team, even if we don't want yeah. one. That's just how it I is. I mean, yeah. Like, I don't like professional sports because my dad raised me to, like, the Cubs and the Vikings. Yeah, he could have done better. If yeah. you were ever going to become a Beng- become a Bengals fan, now would be the time. No, no. I was just chill. Still root for the Vikings. One day, they'll win the Super Bowl. Just like the Cubs won a fucking World Series? They will. They will win the Super Bowl. Did I say what movie it is yet? I don't no. know what's happening. No, you did not. It's Amulet. I started screaming about the Super Bowl. As suggested to us by Dummy Act. Yeah. And we're probably going to need to confirm which Amulet it is, but we'll do that on the Discord. How do people get to the Discord, Hotlanta? What? Thank you. <laughs> I was yawning, dog. <laughs> uh, they get on it through the internet, Troy for LinkedIn. Great, thank you. So come back next time. Ah, no! <laughs> you can find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us directly at Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you go to like Slaughterhouse Princess.com, there's all kinds of crap. Like where you can find us on Reddit and Twitcher. Uh, yeah, we're on the Witcher, uh, yeah. Witcher, Twitter, Switcher, YouTube, Google. Uh, you can bark it at your Alexis to make it play Slaughterhouse Princess, uh, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, and all that mess. Uh, store Discord and Patreon. Slaughterhouse Princess. Thank you to our Patreon backers for all your Patreon backing. And, uh, yeah, Slaughterhouse Princess. Those are the guys that we are. Those are the guys that we are. So come back next time for some movie called Amulet. If you want to. And while our podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. I hope they don't because my ass is a buster. So, <laughs> he is a buster. They will regulate me, apparently. <laughs>